what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. Today I'm really excited to talk about something that I am currently experimenting with and that's fasting. And so today we're going to talk about why to try fasting. Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of Fitness Goal Friday. Before even moving any further, I want to start off by saying I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm not a licensed nutritionist or anything like that. However, in quarter two of, or quarter of one, excuse me, of 2022, I set that very specific nutrition education goal and nutrition expertise goal for myself where I identified nine books spanning across all different kinds of opinions and viewpoints when it comes to nutrition. And I identified at least one podcast a week to listen to. Same thing from different viewpoints and perspectives with nutrition And that's exactly what I did. I listened to at least one podcast a week and I read nine books throughout the first three months of the year. And I can't really believe, honestly, how much I learned and how much more confident I feel in my ability to speak about nutrition and speak towards nutrition and formulate my own opinion and perspective based off of all the different opinions and perspectives that I took in myself. To give you a little overview of the books that I read, the first couple were very scientific and gave you a lot of the science behind cellular health and metabolism. Some of the other ones were something like the plant-based athlete and the carnivore diet where they were very <laughs> polarizing in a sense. They you know, were opposite, complete opposite ends of the spectrum. And then I kind of had everywhere in between those things as well. I read some books where people thought meat was evil and would give you cancer. And I read some books where people thought like you have to eat meat and a lot of plants are actually harmful for your diet. And so I read it all over the spectrum and I read the reasons why and I have dove deeper myself into the reasons why and and further research. And one of the commonalities amongst most people, most opinions is fasting and that fasting has a role to play in a lot of people's lives. And so today I want to talk about why somebody should try fasting, the couple of main reasons, and then how to go about experimenting with fasting if that's something that you want to try to do. And I can talk from personal experience. I've been really trying over the last three or four weeks as of the time that I'm recording this of experimenting with fasting. So for today in particular, actually I'll go back to yesterday and then today. The night before yesterday, I finished up eating at about eight o'clock that night before. And then the next day, I taught early in the morning. I had a 30-minute workout myself early in the morning. And then I coached in mid-morning and afternoon. And I didn't eat again until about 2.30 p.m. that afternoon. So I went from about 8 to 2.30. And so let's see, I should have done the math before I hopped on here. That's almost like 20 and a half hours. I think if my math is right, right off the bat, it might not be, or it might be 18 and a half. Anyways, point is it was a long time, but I felt great. I felt great and I worked out and I coached and I was moving around. I felt great. Now, I'm not telling you that that's necessarily what you need to do. You need to listen to the rest of the show. But then today, I did the same thing. Actually, I finished eating last night at about eight and then didn't eat. But then towards about 12 o'clock today, I started to feel like I needed a little bit of something in my system. And I listened to that and I had a small pack of almonds. And that held me over and then I continued to feel great and I continued to feel great. 
So that's my personal experience from the last couple of days, but that's what I've really been experiencing over the last few weeks as well. I definitely feel like I've been experiencing clarity, mental clarity and focus. And I think it also might just be because you're not spending the time eating so that you can really focus on whatever it is that you're doing so you can maintain focus. You're not distracted by going to eat. But I also think there is some science behind it as well. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. So let's go ahead and dive into the really the two main reasons why anybody would benefit from fasting and the two main reasons why anybody would promote fasting. And the first one is this idea of ketosis. And so a lot of you guys have probably heard of the keto diet. The keto diet essentially is looking to get you in a state of ketosis, which means that your body has essentially ran out of its glycogen storage and ran out of its glucose or ran out of its carbohydrates for energy. And so your body begins to produce ketones. And when you produce those ketones, those ketones can then be used by every single cell in the body for energy. And a lot of people, from what I understand, most people believe that the brain's preferred energy source is ketones, is fat for energy. Now, there's still some people who believe that carbohydrates are the preferred energy source, but for my researching and learning, it seems to be that most people think fat is the preferred energy source of the brain. However, it does seem to be a little bit up for debate. That's kind of one of the reasons why I want to experiment with fasting is to see like, okay, what does my brain have more mental focus and clarity with? So that's that's ketosis. You want to get in your body in a state of ketosis by depleting your glycogen storage, by depleting your glucose, by depleting your carbs so that fat takes over for energy. And therefore you're burning stubborn belly fat. The visceral fat that we have, that's the most damaging fat. There's essentially two broad types of fat and that's subcutaneous fat. That's the fat that you can grab that's right underneath your skin and visceral fat. That's the deep fat. That's the belly fat. And the subcutaneous fat is not as damaging or is not as harmful as the visceral fat is. But studies have shown that fasting really attacks visceral fat that really promotes inflammation and promotes disease inside of the body. And so when you fast, if you have visceral fat stored up, hopefully the fasting will recruit that visceral fat for energy. And so that's the first reason why it's to get your body in a state of ketosis so that it depletes glycogen storage, depletes carbs. So therefore you're running on fats for energy and therefore hopefully burning stubborn visceral fat and very potentially harmful visceral fat. And also your brain might have more mental clarity as well because it's running on its preferred fuel source of ketones. Reason number two is this idea of autophagy. And autophagy essentially means cell death or cell regeneration. You see, we are turning over cells constantly. But one of the things about eating all the time is your cells and your body are going to have to be in a constant state of processing that glucose and processing the, the energy that you're eating or the food that you're consuming. And that can overwhelm your cells and that can overwhelm your mitochondria to the point where your mitochondria get old and not as functional more quickly. All cells are going to have, at some point, going to have old mitochondria that need to be turned over. But what happens if you continue to eat, then those cells don't have the time to regenerate. They don't have the time to die off and let new cells be reborn because those cells need to continue to work when you continue to eat. And so the cell regeneration and cell death is what autophagy is all about. And and it can only happen if you go prolonged periods of time without eating. So really those are the two 
Again, people write books on these, <laughs> these topics. And so I could dive a lot deeper and other people could dive a lot deeper on those two topics. But generally the main two reasons why people promote fasting and the why behind fasting is to get your state, a state of ketosis, which again, you recruit fat for energy, especially harmful visceral fat. And your brain might have more mental clarity and focus because it's running on its preferred fuel source of ketones. And then that second part is autophagy so that your old, damaged, and potentially disease-ridden cells have the time to die off. That's why oftentimes cancer treatments or people who are functional medicine doctors will encourage fasting for people with cancer because when you have cancerous cells, they divide and they grow and spread throughout the body through glucose. Like glucose is the thing that grows and divides cells. And so if you have cancer and then you're just eating sweets and ice cream and all that kind of crap, you are fueling that cancer to grow, divide, and spread throughout the body. But if you starve those disease-ridden cells, then you have a greater chance of not letting those cells divide, grow, and spread throughout the body. So those are the two reasons why. Now I want to talk about a little bit how, if you want to experiment with fasting, how to go about it. Now look, everybody's bodies are completely different. I want to start with that. Everybody's bodies are completely different and not every single one of you might benefit from fasting right now. Some of you might, some of you won't. And it also depends on how you go about doing it. The first thing I want to say is there's this idea of metabolic flexibility that I'm obsessed with learning about. Metabolic flexibility means your body's ability to move from carbohydrates as your main fuel source to fats as your main fuel source, and then back to carbohydrates as its main fuel source, back and forth, depending on what your body has access to at the time. And I truly believe that I have pretty good metabolic flexibility because there are a lot of people who are not going to be able to train at a high intensity without having many carbs in their system, without having many sugars in their system. And so when that happens, they'll go a little bit more lightheaded. Their metabolism can't run off of fats or can't move to running off of fats as well as somebody who has more metabolic flexibility. And so if you don't have much metabolic flexibility, then fasting is going to be a little bit harder to move to and still exercise. Again, if you have low metabolic flexibility, you buy, your body really prefers to run on carbohydrates. And so if you start to fast and then you try to work out, you're more likely to get lightheaded. And you might have poor metabolic flexibility if you don't have a very good diet. But if you have practiced a good diet that are low in processed sugars and maybe just lower in carbohydrates in general, then you might have better metabolic flexibility because your body has been used to running a little bit more on fats as its primary fuel source. So metabolic flexibility and your ability to move from carbohydrates to fats as your main fuel source is a huge thing as to whether or not fasting is going to work for you. And it's, it's hard to know you just have to experiment. I didn't necessarily know that for me. I've just experimented with it and I've realized that I can train at a pretty high intensity without getting lightheaded, even after having fasted 20, 24 hours. And when I say fasted, probably could have started with this, but there's a range of hours. 12 hours is generally speaking the minimum of quote, what you call fasting. And what I've heard from basically everybody, regardless of whether or not fasting is something that you really want to do, is that a 12-hour fast every single day is what we all should be doing. 12-hour fast every single day is what we all should be doing, meaning that if you finish dinner at 8 p.m., you eat again at 8 a.m., or minimum at 8 a.m. If you finish at 5, then you could eat at 5 a.m. But you should give your body 12 hours of time to turn over and 
have the regenerative processes occur and happen in the body. But then you can bump it up to 14 to 16 to 18. And then some people go further to 20 and 24. But I would recommend maybe starting small, seeing how your body responds to it, and then potentially going a little bit longer. That's what I did. I mean, now I'm at 12 hours every single night. And there are a few days of the week that I go a little bit further into 16 and 18 based off of the level of activity that I'm doing that particular day and the days surrounding that day. So I hope today not encouraged you to fast, but I hope it one gave you a little insight as to why people do it and why it's becoming more and more popular as there are more and more research and studies and findings coming out about this stuff. I just think it's so fascinating that our culture has gotten so used to eating three meals a day and snacking in between those meals. That is, that is just completely wrong. And I think that's completely wrong based off of no, no matter who you ask, unless you're somebody who's just training and working out all the time, which most of you guys are not. Most of you guys are not professional athletes who are training at a high level all the time. Most of you guys are not CrossFit athletes who are training multiple times a day for several hours a day. Those people are going to definitely need more food intake, more caloric intake to be able to sustain them. But that's not most of you guys. So it's just really culture that has taught us to eat as frequent as we do. And it's training our bodies to eat at these specific times. That way, when breakfast time rolls around and the hunger pains start to come, that's just because you've trained your body. That's not necessarily because your body needs it. It's just you've trained your body and you've trained your mind to think, okay, 9 a.m. is when I eat breakfast, so I'm going to eat it then. And then you get hungry. That's not necessarily the most beneficial thing for our bodies. So again, why do people do fasting? Two main reasons. One, to get in a state of ketosis so that when you deplete your glycogen storage, you take your fats take over as your main energy source. And hopefully that allows you to burn harmful visceral fat and it's potentially your brain's preferred fuel source of ketones. So you have more focus and clarity. The second reason is autophagy. Cell death, cell regeneration only happens when the cells are not in a constant state of work when they can't get a chance to die off and be reborn so that you have new energized mitochondria, there's studies that show that your metabolism actually goes up. And then that second part that I talked about today of how to implement this. Metabolic flexibility and your ability, your personal ability to move from carbs and fats and back to carbs and back to fats as the primary fuel source is gonna be a big determinant as to whether or not fasting works for you and whether or not working out while experimenting fasting is gonna work with you. So what I would suggest is start with 12 hours, experiment with that a few days. If you want to go a little bit further, go to 14, then maybe 16, then 18, depending on how things are going. I'll finish with, once again, I'm not a registered dietitian or a licensed nutritionist or anything like that. I'm just somebody who has done a lot of personal research myself and have done some experimentation myself as well. And so I feel pretty confident in giving you guys this information. And because of the last three months, I, I have literally studied at least an hour to two hours every single day on nutrition over the last three and a half, four months now. And I feel called and responsible to tell you guys about these things that I'm learning because I really think that they can be impactful in my life and I think they can be impactful in your life as well. So I hope you enjoyed it today. If you ever have talked about with somebody about fasting or know somebody who fasts or know somebody who thinks fasting is the devil, then I'd recommend you send them this episode, maybe to give them a little bit more insight and education to this. And also... This is something that I'm going to potentially start weaving into some of my clients' goals and some of my clients' progress indicators or their weekly behaviors that will get them closer to their goal. And if you think that you want to do the 10-week transformation like 200 and 
32 people have done up to this point, then make sure you go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. Again, nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. If you're looking to build better fitness habits and health habits, nutrition habits, water habits, sleep habits, if you're looking to build more self-confidence, then 10-week transformation is for you. You just got to go to nickcarrier.com slash 10WT to get signed up today, whether or not you're in Nashville, nickcarrier.com slash 10WT. But I hope to talk about fasting today, potentially, helps you to get closer and closer to your fitness goals and helps you ultimately get closer and closer to your best you.